Oh, yeah. Good morning. Uh, happy Mother's Day to our moms. I'm so glad to get to uh, say that. Uh, I love you guys uh, in the sincerest way that I can say. Uh, I am so thankful for the moms of our church and moms in my life. Uh, so we're going to start out our uh, morning by shouting out. We got our kids with us too. So kids, there's a shout out time. You ready to do this? All right. What do we do? We love God and we love others. And what do we say? I love God and I love you. Especially my cheering section over there, Pastor Sam section. Woo, thank you. Boy, mercy, you're the best. All right, so happy Mother's Day to all our moms. Uh, and we have lots of moms. So shout an amen if this is true about you. Shout an amen if you have a mom. Amen. That, that should have been everyone. <laughs> like We all, uh, if you were born and you're alive here today, you had a mom at some sense. So uh, that's a... There are all types of moms. That's a, a birth mom. Somebody gave us birth. Where we all exist with that kind of mom. But there's a lot of types of moms. There are, are birth moms. There are adoptive moms. We have grandmoms. We have moms-in-law, stepmoms, moms of the faith, surrogate moms, people who are like our life moms, our, our mentor moms, all sorts of things when we, have, uh, we have with moms. And one quality they all share is that they all blessed us in some way. One quality they all share is that they have been examples to each of us. And today we're going to celebrate Mother's Day. And as we do, we're going to explore some exemplary qualities of three Bible moms. Now, if you have a kids and you haven't picked up a clipboard, we'd want them, uh, we have some crayons and clipboards for each of the kids. Kids, I'd like you to be writing a card right now for your mom. I'd like you to color it or, or if you know how to write or spell something, spell whatever you know how to spell. And if you can write real words, then then go ahead and do that. Uh, those clipboards will be handed out. Um, Christina, would you help that? If anyone doesn't have one of those, you could raise your hand. She'll grab that for you and, and give it over to your kids. Kids, I'd like you to do your very best drawing right now and coloring in as we talk about Mother's Day. No, they all got that? Oh, fantastic. Oh, man, you guys are always better than I think you're going to be. So Always impressing me. So good. So today we're talking about, we're going to talk about how mothers are exemplary, and we're going to look at three different moms, but only one characteristic from them. Now, there's lots of things we learn from different Bible moms. We're going to look at one ex exemplary characteristic from three different moms. And our first mom this morning is found in Luke chapter 4. And this mom is going to show us the importance of serving others. Let's check it out in Luke 4.38. Jesus, he left the synagogue and he went to the home of Simon. Simon, we more often know as Peter or Apostle Peter or Saint Peter. So they go to the, the home of Simon. Now, Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever, and they asked Jesus to help her. So he bent over her, and he rebuked the fever, and it left her. And then she got up, and once again, she began to wait on them. And so here we see Peter's mother-in-law, or Peter's wife, it's her mom, she can't get out of bed. She's that sick. Now, that's a serious sickness. If a mom cannot get out of bed when she knows church company is coming over, she knows that there's people from church coming, there's a small group at her house, and she is so sick she can't get up and clean the house and prepare and get dinner ready and all that kind of stuff. That is a serious, serious illness if a whole bunch of people are coming over and mom can't even get out of bed. She's probably looking all like uh, destroyed, sweaty, those bags under the eyes, the craziness. Uh, maybe, who knows how long this fever has been with her? But she's been laying there and laying there and laying there. And Jesus rolls in, and I love it. He rolls in and he rebukes her fever. And that's pretty wild. It's like he almost talks to the fever. He's like, 
fever, what are you doing? Get out of this nice lady. And the fever obeys, and it leaves her immediately. And then she gets healed. She experiences a miracle from God. She gets healed. And what does she do immediately? What happens right after she receives a miracle? Check the text. She immediately gets up and starts to serve those in attendance. And that is such a mom thing to do, right? Like The moment she's better, she's back at doing mom things. She's back at serving others. The moment she receives her miracle, she uses her miracle to serve other people. She doesn't use her miracle to then go take a nice walk. She doesn't get to go take a nice hot bath. She doesn't get to go do something fun for herself. She receives a miracle and immediately, in honor and worship to God, she starts to serve other people. Well, that's powerful. That's a powerful example of, of what it's like to receive God's miracle and then the moment she can serve, she serves. The moment she can help, she helps. Serving sacrificially, that's a mom's jam. I mean, they, they may have not known that before they were going into motherhood, but that's really what they do. Serve sacrificially, whether they feel like it or not, whether they're hurting or not. And we all would be wise to follow in the footsteps of our moms in our lives who have shown us that. How many times have we seen that in our own life? How many times have you seen your mom go through difficult stuff but still serve you, still take care of you, still watch out for you? Our moms are serving us not only when they feel great, but even when they feel terrible. Maybe some of you moms are like that this morning. You came in, man, I can't believe you have to have family service. Why wouldn't you just take my kids and let me have one hour? Why would you do this to me? And then you smile and you say, oh, this is wonderful. And you're so glad that they're here. And they do it, uh, moms serve regularly and often. They're certainly their kids. And they, they do it without complaining. They do it without outward gratitude. Uh, they serve all day long. They get up early. They, they go to bed late. They clean and serve and help. And there's not a whole lot of thanks in it. There's not a whole lot of uh, new Mercedes at the end of the line. <laughs> you know, there's there's kind of just drool, spit, <laughs> diarrhea. That's the, the prize you get for serving your kids. And so we, we've all experienced that in our lives. And, and here's an even greater brag. I, I, I see that in all of the moms of our church. But how many of those same moms that, that care for their own kids, how many of those same moms serve us here at church? How many of those moms care for all of our needs, even as a church body, and, and things like teaching or serving or singing, setting up food or, or setting up chairs, cleaning right here at church? So great moms of JRC showing how, how we can emulate Jesus better in our lives. Because sometimes it's like a, like a theory, and it's all in the mind. But when you see someone do it, you say, aha, that's what I can do. And that's what I see when I see our mom serving. It helps me to say, ah, I see what to do. And I think it really speaks to Jesus. Jesus says, uh, whoever wants to become great among you must be the servant of all. Whoever wants to be first must be even like a slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to serve, uh, to be served, but to serve. So thanks, Mom, for letting us learn from you. And we, as you desire to be like Jesus, we desire to follow your example. We get to see your example of you following Jesus, becoming great in his kingdom. And you're showing us the way. So thank you for that. As a thanks and recognition, 
of your incredible heart of love and service. Our youth students, uh, youth students, if you're here, uh, that's our 7th through 12th. Would you stand up and come forward? Our youth students have uh, prepared a flower to give to each of our moms, and so they're going to pass those out right now. So if you are a mom in our service, um, in any form, we would like you to stand up right now, and when you receive a rose, you could sit back down, and it doesn't have to be from your own kid. They're, they're going to each give roses to all our moms. So moms, would you stand right now and uh, receive a rose? And as after they give you a rose, there's two of our students who are going to read a letter to their moms. So go ahead and find moms. If there's a person standing in your group, give a flower to that person. Give them out, give them out. Great job. They're so awkward. It's lovely. Isn't that nice? This is punishment and payback. Once you get your rose moms, you can sit back down. There's a still mom here. And uh, there are a couple of our youth students who are going to share a letter that they wrote to their moms. So if I can have those come up here. That's Caitlin and Kayla, I believe. Are you here first? Happy Mother's Day. Oh, I love you so much. Thank you for being an amazing role model to me. Um, you're kind, uh, humble, generous, loving, patient, and basically every quality that a mom could have. Um, I hope that you have a great Mother's Day. <laughs> Each of our youth wrote a card to their moms, and they'll be giving those to the, their moms. Uh, but a couple of them were brave enough to come share that card. I think one more. Thank you for your bravery. Uh, dear Mom, happy Mother's Day. Um, thank you for everything you do for me and our family. Um, your guidance through the years has helped me and impacted me greatly and has led me to the person I am now. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, young ladies, for sharing that with our moms. So powerful. It's so much better when other people other than me share stuff. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's so good. So that's our, thank you, moms, for, for serving, serving us all the time. And we saw that reflected in those two notes. The, the next quality we see in our next mom is the willingness to put others first. Now, this comes from Exodus chapter 2. Now, a man from the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman, and, and she became pregnant, and she gave birth. Now, she gave birth to a guy named, this is about Moses here. When she saw that, that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. That's because it was illegal for them to have baby, and that baby would be killed. But when she could not hide him no longer, or when she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus back, basket for him, and she coated it with tar and pitch, and and she placed the child in it, and she put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile. And we know from reading this scripture that she put the, the basket in a place where he would certainly be found and taken care of. See, this mom put the child's well-being ahead of her own well-being. She put his needs ahead of her own happiness, her own wants. She broke the law. She put herself and her family in danger. And then she put herself in loss, all for her son. See, moms put their kids first. They're, they're exactly like this verse in Philippians that says, don't look out for your own interests, but look for the interests of others. That's exactly what moms do time and time again. 
that they look out for the interests of other people. Mom, moms exemplify this teaching of, of, of Paul. What a great example they give to all of us on how to follow Jesus better. First by serving people, but then by not just serving, but always putting others' needs ahead of their own. Each of us, as we follow Jesus, we need to set aside ourselves and put other people first. Now that's super easy to say, and it's hard to do. And I'm glad that we have amazing moms at this church all around us to show us that not only is it possible, but what it looks like in real life. So thanks, Mom, for showing us the way. And as recognition for our moms who put others first constantly, especially or particularly their own kids, we have a short video from our Kid Venture group about the importance of moms this morning. So let's check that one out. Three, two, one. What's something your mom says to you a lot? I love you. Oh. I want, I want you, I want you. Uh, do your math. Um, go clean um, the playroom of my house. Did you put on face lotion? <laughs> go on me. <laughs> You're allergic to sugar. What is your mom's favorite thing to do? Disneyland. Go to Disneyland. Um, how do you know your mom loves you? Um, because she says when I get mad at her that I start crying, then she always says that um, even though she's mad at me, she still loves me. Because she's my mom? Um, because she loves me and she wants my heart. That um, she buys us toys? <laughs> She does stuff for me. Like she does things that, like she does my laundry. What does your mom do for fun? Um, she likes relaxing on the couch, and uh, she sometimes eat the, eats the it's an ice cream. Aren't she Um, listens to music, I think. Um, mommy, do something like. Thank you. Maybe like go out and eat something good. What do you love most about your mom? Well, there are multiple reasons why I love my mom. Uh, number one, she always encourages me on my homework. Two, she's always comforting me. Three, she's the best mom ever. She cares for me. Play with toys. She's nice. Maybe, maybe, go, um, play book with my mom. Um, when she cleans the house and when she goes with me to the store. Uh, that she's my teacher and she cooks for us. <laughs> 
Um, I like how she's really, like, I love how she's really loving and she cares a lot about me. Everything. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Happy Mother's Day. 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 So good. So good. What is your mom's favorite thing to do? Cleaning. Oh, good. <laughs> that is. Kids, it's not. It isn't. You're, you're wrong. It's drinking. Oh, just It's, uh, it's uh, not cleaning. <laughs> that is so, so good. All right, so let's look at our third mom this morning from the Bible and the example that she can show us. And this is talking about moms being present. It's a really short verse. In John chapter 19 and and verse 25, it says this, Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, also his mom's sister. Uh, Mary, the wife of Clopas, was there, and Mary Magdalene was there. This is just a tiny brief verse. But if you pause and you sort of think about what was going on, this is Jesus' mom, and he's suffering on the cross for the sins of the world, but he's suffering physically. He's, he's attached naked to the cross. He's been beaten. He's been abused. And where is mom? She is present. She is right there. Jesus' mom is present in the worst moment of his life, which is also the worst moment of her life. But she doesn't shy away and she doesn't shrink back, but she's present no matter the personal difficulty. And being present matters in life, in ministry, in relationships, in a world which which aches because of absence, moms show up. Many of society's ills are directly correlated with absence, absent fathers, distracted friends, non-present spouse, Virtual-only friends. But life, real life, the life we were meant to live is about showing up. We were created for connections, and that takes place only when we show up. Whether it's at at parties or or in the hospital. Whether it's at at dinner or going to church service together or or watching sports or, or going to a small group or attending school performances. There's a myriad of ways that we could show up for one another. The ministry of presence cannot be overestimated. I know for me, in every dark and difficult time in my life, I needed people to be present. Not to give advice, not to share information or insights, but to just be present. There was one time... uh, You'll remember our friend Pastor Peter Seelin, who was our children's pastor for a while. Well, when he was a little bit, little bit younger, his, his father uh, had a heart attack and was in the hospital, and he was on life support, and they, they were at the day where they had to stop life support, and his father was going to pass away. So his mom invited several people to come, several pastors from his church, and this was before he was coming to our church. And, and she invited me because I had been his Bible teacher. 
And I showed up, and, and there were, I think, two other guys and myself that were mom had asked to come be with Peter during this time. And, and I noticed that the, the other guys, they were a little bit younger than me, maybe not quite as experienced in ministry, and they just kept talking to him, and they kept asking him questions and, and telling him stuff, and he, and he clearly didn't want to talk. And they kept telling him advice, and that there's, God has a plan, and all this kind of other stuff. They just kept talking and talking, and, and I was somewhat frustrated. And so even at some point in this, I was like, hey, guys, let, let's, just, let's just be with Peter. Because he didn't need to hear anything. What he needed was for people to just show up and just be there. When Pastor Jimmy and I, we were visiting a church member uh, in the hospital, Jimmy was worried because uh, he said, Pastor Sam, I'm really nervous. I've never done a hospital visit as a pastor. He said, what, what should I say? Or, what am I going to say? And I, and I told him, don't say anything. Just be present. No platitudes, no things like that. Just, just be present. Just show up and be there, and that's, that's what matters. Your words most likely are just going to get in the way. And so ministry of presence is critically important. And this is what moms do. They show up. What an incredible attribute and characteristic to emulate. Moms show up for stuff, even at their own expense, even if they have other stuff to do, even when it's not convenient, even if it's not what they wanted to do that day, they show up, even if it's painful. And it sometimes is extremely painful when mom shows up to the art show and she has to look at the masterpiece that her kid put on the wall. That could be extremely painful. Or your kid has a solo, but they're not a singer. You show up, oh, that hurts. Your boy, he's in baseball, but he has not gotten a hit in six games. But mom shows up. You're the best. No, he's not. He's the worst. He's the best at baseball like you love cleaning, right? <laughs> but moms show up even if it's difficult or painful uh, or inconvenient for themselves. So moms show up, and that is worth each of us copying. So right now we're going to pause in our service. And we do this every year for Mother's Day. We're going to pause in our service and we're going to pray for our moms. And there's three ways that this happens. If your mom is here, I'm going to ask you, go over to her and you're going to pray out loud for her. You don't have to scream, but you have to pray out loud so she can hear it. Okay, that's one group of people. There's another group of people here who, your mom isn't here with us at service. She's, uh, my mom's in Corona right now. And I'm going to ask that you pray for your mom wherever she is. There's a third group of us uh, whose mom isn't here on earth anymore, that she's passed away. But I'm going to ask that you pray thanking God, remembering the goodness of your own mom and the gifts that she's given you and the love that she left with you. And so we're going to do just a minute and a half of prayer here. Kids, find your mom, and I want you to pray out loud for your mom. Kids like myself, pray for your mom wherever they are in the world. Those of us that we've lost our moms, go ahead and pray, thanking God for the gift that they've given us. We're going to pray all together right now for the legacy of love and the examples our mom has given us. So go ahead and find that person that's a little chaotic. It's okay. There'll be a tiny bit of music. And then when we're finished with that, the praise is going to come up.